Hey everyone, this is the Bling Vera podcast for Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. I'm your host, Bling. Let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about some projects. Let's talk about life and get down to the nitty gritty. I'm recording outside again, getting the full atmospheric experience. Pay no attention to the stupid blackbirds or my yelling and screaming at them for crying out loud. But in today's episode, I wanted to cover a couple stories, and I wanted to sort of introduce, if you haven't gone to the blog, go to the blog, WordPress, Bling Vera Podcast. Um, I wanted to introduce a new series that, excuse me for the audio quality, um, bumping the microphone, a new series that's called The Phoenix Chronicles, a la Ray Bradbury, The Martian Chronicles which I've had the opportunity to listen to all the way through um, audiobooks and such. I've actually listened to a few audiobooks, and maybe that's what I should get into first, as far as like the stories go. <clears throat> However, excuse me, one, one story that I wanted to, to for sure mention, and I started mentioning it'll be included at the end of this episode with the bonus content, is... I had got caught doing something that I wasn't supposed to be doing. And I was underneath a bridge. I was running underneath the bridge or, or briskly walking underneath a bridge with, um, I guess, the um, uh, uh, the liability of getting caught heavy on my mind. And, and to be fair, I was caught doing what I was doing and it was just like well are the police coming or not <clears throat> excuse me and as, as my head was down and I was walking briskly this guy says to me hey man put your head up do you know who you are and I was like, like and this is in Phoenix and I was like who's like okay who's this guy and he's like don't walk with your head down you're 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 capable of so much and you like you you are talented you you've you've got something and i've never seen this guy in my life i've never talked to him in my life i've never really been in i've never been under that bridge before in my life and i started taking off my clothes like switching my clothes around and uh, or at least my shirt <clears throat> excuse me and i was going into my backpack and grabbing something and he still was just saying like you're a miracle, like you have talent, you have abilities. He wasn't scared. Like, am I taking my clothes? I'm going to fight him. Am I going to get in my backpacks? I'm grabbing a gun. Like he was still rattling stuff off. And we're underneath a bridge in Phoenix, the bad part of Phoenix. And he's still just t telling me like how great I am. I've never seen him or met him before in my life. And what I did was I grabbed out, um, I grabbed a beer it was a 24-ounce can of Coors Light. And I said, here you go. And he's like, I don't drink beer. And the guy next to him was like, I do. I was like, well, then here you go. And that generosity sparked a whole thing about the, the concept of love and the definition of love. And we're underneath like, a bunch of homeless people underneath a bridge talking about stuff. And I'm in a hurry because I just did something that I'm not um, – that I don't want to get caught – didn't, that I didn't want to get caught for. And 
my head was down and I was walking briskly and that's what started the whole conversation. But we started getting into this, like the, the definition of love and the meaning of love and not to diminish it and, and things like that. To If you say you love a hamburger, then you, I mean, you don't love a hamburger, but you say you love a woman and you love a woman and you're, and you're in love. Like it was getting kind of deep, a little too deep for my liking. But that's the one story that I wanted to share because that was sort of the turning point for me as far as like, what am I participating in and what am I doing out here? And for a minute there, I thought I was doing, I thought I was on like the good side. I thought I was like the part of the good team. And I think that whole conversation made me realize like, I don't know what I'm doing out here. And uh, there was another homeless person who came up to me and he's like, well, let me give you. So in Arizona, um, they call them blues, right? Like drugs. Um, downers or um, like fentanyl, they, they call them blues. And so they, they say like, do you have any blues, got any blues? And you don't know if they're undercover. You don't know who's asking for blues. So do you have them or you don't? <clears throat> maybe there are cops that are asking you for blues or maybe the blue, the cops have the blues and they're selling them to you. Like it, it's such, it's such high stakes, high tension. And I don't do that. I don't, I don't mess around with it at all. Um, actually, all I do now is drink. I smoked yesterday, but no, it was yesterday. So all I do now is drink, <clears throat> which has kind of been the, the modest operandi of, of me for a while. But any, at any rate, um, blues can be used as a currency. And so during all of this talking and stuff, this guy was like, well, let me give you some blues. He gave me a beer. Let me give you some blues. I was like, okay, like it's as good as money. Yeah, might as well. And then I can sell them to someone else. And then that's how I could come up. And that's what happened. And you can trade them for stuff. And it's, 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 it's currency out there. And it's scary because if you get mixed up with the wrong, later on that day, I got mixed up in the wrong scene again. And I, I don't know if I was just panicking or going overboard, but I was like, these guys are pretty much trying to like, drag me out somewhere and rob me and so i had to just yeah i just had to freaking run away man. that was that was so that night was so freaking terrifying because yeah it just was it was absolutely terrifying um i was led astray um people are saying go this way go that way you know where are you trying to go I'm just trying to get my things, like my passports in my bag, my uh, debit cards are in the bag, and my bag's uh, at someone's house, pretty much, someone's place, someone's staying at. And so I'm trying to find it, and I I got mixed up in the night, and other people are offering me stuff. I'm like, no, I go away, and oh man, it was such a like such a scary night because I was being led to like my death, pretty much. And I had to run away to like escape at least what I believed was my death, but it might not have been. It could have just been something normal. And it could have just been like a normal, yeah, a normal thing. But I swear someone was loading something and someone was getting ready to take me out. And they thought like, yeah, I was someone who I was not or who I am not. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That's that's one story that lacks a lot of details and a lot of description, but uh, that's one of the stories from Phoenix Chronicles is is realizing like, yeah, you can use these pills as, as currency, 
and I don't do them. Keep in mind, I don't, I don't get high on your own supply. I, I don't, I don't do that. I, I don't even like them. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I guess, yeah, it's, um, it's so complicated because it's like, well, I wish nobody was doing them. So let's take them off the streets. But at that point, it's like, well, you're, how much do you love police? It's like, I hate police. So, right. So it's like this, this, uh, duality that I have to deal with, um, of like, well, if they're good as currency, you can buy beer with these things or you can buy other stuff with them from other people, trade them for, for some shoes, some boots, some clothing. You know, I'm stuck out there. And how I got out there, it's it's a long story and it shouldn't have happened. I was one day away from going back to Salt Lake and pardon the, the, the light breeze here. There's some wind I'm outside recording. But like... I, it shouldn't have happened and it happened and I guess I have to deal with it, but like it was so twisted and crooked and dumb um, and just unnecessary, but either way it happened and I had to deal with it and I'm still dealing with it. Anyway, I don't, there's no concise way to explain the experiences that I had without sounding absolutely crazy. So I have to preface all the, the Phoenix Chronicles with, oh, well, these are stories that I've heard. This, this comes from a source that can't be trusted. <laughs> like someone told me this or someone told me that they experienced something. And in, in some of those stories, it might be really me that experienced that story. But I, I don't, I'm not comfortable saying because of just how over-the-top crazy the experience was but um when when you look at movies like fight club and um even like mr brooks where there, there's kind of the schizophrenic sort of you do, you are talking to someone who doesn't really exist spoiler alert mr brooks spoiler alert and fight club you're just alone out there, but you are talking to someone who is walking next to you. There's someone who's like approached you or found you and you've discovered this thing, even though it's like, well, am I really crazy? Does this person actually exist or did, did I just imagine them the whole time? And uh, that's not something that I, I've done in the past at all, experienced in the, in the past at all of, of imagining someone, talking to someone, meeting someone. Everyone that I've met in the past has been real. Um, it hasn't just been a part of my imagination or, or part of my, like, I guess, psyche. So it's not really fair to say, like, well, you're just imagining it. Or, well, you were going crazy. Or, or was it a hallucination or some sort of psychosis? It, it wasn't. Like, the experiences that I had out there were so real and so um, almost futuristic or, or science fiction. Um some of the stuff but anyway that that's the phoenix chronicles and now what do you guys want to talk about i was reading some news headlines but i can't get into them i don't um yesterday's episode i, I did a lot of talking i did a lot of repeating myself i did a lot of dumb um you know, trying to build up a, a a story or um, 
it was very anticlimactic. I would say yesterday's episode, but it, it feels really good to start recording again and to to come out like to record outside, knowing that I I was so such a, a stickler or so adamant about the recording has to be perfect. You have to be over here. It has to be recording studio. Your own makeshift vocal booth. It has to be perfect and no distractions and no no wind, no birds, no blackbirds freaking blackbirds in the background and now it's like well the the only place i feel comfortable talking is really outside because i don't even want to go inside and it's not cameras or microphones or any sort of paranoia like that it's just it's so hot out here that any any of these uh, rooms in the junkyard it's like our cars or whatever that's going to be hot i'm going to start sweating and that's all i'm going to do is complain about sweating I wish that I had a, a JJ in hand, freaking. But I'm trying to quit smoking, and and so. Um. But last night I watched the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie with Megan Fox, and the whole movie was like adventure, like an action-packed adventure. The entire movie, it was so good. It was so good. There was nothing about it that I was like, okay, this is dragging on, or okay, it's too focused on Megan Fox. Like, she was April O'Neil, and the Baxter Stockman was a villain, and like Shredder was a villain, and Krang was there. Like, it was really like Teenage Mutant. It was the Ninja Turtles. Perfect movie, almost. Really. And so I watched that, and I was really impressed with it. And I talked about that in the blog, so you can go go listen up there, or go read up, go read it up. Yeah, go read about it, and I talked about it, and how Michelangelo, and all this other stuff. But you have to go read about it, it's a blog, Clean Bear Podcast, WordPress. Um, and then after that, I watched Minority Report, and I, I thought, I've always, I've always known about Minority Report, and like, um, like pre-crime, like thought crime. I thought that was interesting, but they did it so well in that movie. And Tom Cruise is such a good actor. You can't like keep your eyes off of him. He's, he's super handsome. I don't know. You can't keep your eyes off him. Um, he's that good of an actor, but like, he's just, I don't know. He's so good. And just watching that movie last night was, The way that they had it, and it was it's a little bit science fiction. It's a little bit like, okay, what the hell? But, I mean, in the future, there's there's so many things I think that we've lost touch of and lost sight of and uh, just lost touch with. I think organic environmental things um, are something we should be a little bit more attuned to or in tune with, but we're not. And... Kind of to get back into the scorpion sting, I have a story about that, of being not in tune with nature. And I'm not really a hippie. Not, I don't think I'm a hippie. Well, should I do another story? Eh, do another story. Before I start talking about nature, and yeah, do another story. Eh, eh. All right, all right, I'll do another story. I'll do another story of Phoenix Chronicles. But I think that the series 
the Phoenix Chronicles, the title Phoenix. It's going to be a longer title, just like Ray Bradbury. I mean, his span from like the forties to the seventies, the 30 year freaking, uh, collection of his work. The Martian Chronicles, Ray Bradbury, Phoenix Chronicles, Bling Vera. One and the same. Oh, no, no. I was going to talk about books. Okay, well, shoot. No, I'll save the story for another time. No, we'll... we'll okay. Reel them in. All right. I'll, third segment. Got it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I'm kind of going backwards here with with working with my experience in Phoenix and all the other bad things that happened in my life. But one of them was when I realized my foot was broken and my ribs were probably broken. It was, it's my right foot and my left foot was in not the best shape either. My rib, my right side of my ribs was definitely not well. My chest hurt a lot and so did the left side of my chest, but the right side of my chest still hurts. But my my right foot i couldn't walk anymore and so that's when i was like you've just got to stop you've got to find somewhere to stay and you've just got to stop man and you've got to get better you've got to keep your foot up and that's why i spent days afternoons in this hot truck like the phoenix sun just beating down on this junkyard and this hot truck with my foot up on i'm in the i'm in the back like back it's extended cab a little bit and so I'm in the back seat of this truck with my foot on the driver's uh, seat, like elevated. I'm just laying in the back with my, and it was so hot, like a sauna. I didn't have my shirt on and yeah, it might've been kind of sexy. I mean, it didn't smell too bad at all. It smelled like, um, like Waikiki beach, uh, bed, bath and beyond bath and body works or bath and body works. Waikiki Beach, Bath and Body Works, Coconut Ocean. That's what it's mobile. Ah. Dude, I look good. I look good out there. When I was in the back of the truck like that with my foot elevated, I was wearing like ultra low rise pants that I found on the street, Levi's. They were the low rise pants. And I was wearing like a vest, like a Spanish vest, like a freaking, like a cowboy vest. Yeah, and I'm just sweating with long hair and stuff. And just in the back of this thing, we're just like, oh, once I get better, I'm out of here. And I thought I was going to be walking away in like three days' time. I was like, yeah, three days' time, I'll be out of here. And there's, I'll be walking, and then that'll be it. And it's been weeks now. I've been, I've been stuck here for weeks because my foot was broken, or is broken, or getting better. Hmm. So anyway... I guess we can talk about um, that last. Yeah. So before all that happened, before I, was, I found this junkyard and the junkyard owner, uh, I, I was kind of wandering around and, and asking and asking like restaurants um, if they had any to go orders that nobody picked up. And I, I tried to target the IHOPs and the Denny's, but I never I never got one. And I just go inside and be like, do you guys have any to-go orders that nobody picked up? And they could tell, like, I'm a bum uh, or I'm homeless. They could just, you could just tell the way I looked, the way I was dressed, the way I probably freaking smelled. And which I hope wasn't too bad, but yeah. 
like that was the time when people had the most sympathy towards me and they'd give me money. Uh, Carnicetia um, in Phoenix was a time when someone gave me $20 just because I went in and went to the cochina, right? The, the kitchen. And I went in there and I was like, did you guys have any old food from yesterday that you're throwing away or getting rid of anything? And no, no, no. And then this woman gave me 20 bucks. This other person gave me like two bucks. And I was like, like no way. And I started crying. I started crying on the spot. Yeah, Phoenix Chronicle. I started crying, man. That same day, someone bought me a pizza from Little Caesars. No lie. No lie. It was, yeah, people felt sorry for me that day. And I didn't feel good that day either. I was in bad shape that day. I'll get into that later, though. But I was doing, this is a, probably a few days, this is a few days after the fact. And I'm a different, a different part of Phoenix. And that's when I was asking for food, or yeah, asking for food and, and things. And uh, this woman gave me $5. Someone at Target gave me a couple bucks. This woman at Target said, I was in your shoes before. This is all I have left. And I was like, well, maybe you should keep it. And we all had like, you know, good laugh. But yeah, I was panhandling. I was begging for money. And as I was doing that, um, I went by like a Jimmy John's and like a Five Guys or Smash Burger or whatever it's called. And I go by this place. I don't know if I should mention. I won't, I won't mention what it's called as, as far as the, the brand of it. There's two locations, though, and it's a, like a salon. And it's it's a bit of a posh salon, I will say. It's I was impressed by it just from the people there, their their attitudes toward toward me as a homeless person. Um, and this was a day before I came to this junkyard here, so I was done with all the stuff in Phoenix, and I kind of ventured away. Was done with everything. I was panhandling. I wasn't stealing. I wasn't doing any, trying to tr trade for money. Not none of that. I was trying to just do it, I guess, the honest way. And I, I made a few, yeah. Someone else gave me another $5 during that time. So I go up to the salon. And it's a posh salon. It's very, like, I guess, upper class or high, high end. It's a high end, almost boutique salon. And I said, hey, does anyone want to experiment on, like, just chop my hair up? And they didn't even hesitate. They're like, yeah, we'll do it, yeah. I was like, really? Like, yeah. Like, scheduled me. And I ended up waiting till the, till the end of the night. I ended up getting some Snickers almond. I, I walk up to a place in this, even a little girl. Um, someone's a little, like a child. She must have been like seven or eight. I was sitting against the, the wall of a Circle K out here. And uh, as the mother walked by, she goes, do you need anything to eat? And I was like, yes, please. Could you get me some Snickers almond, please? And she goes, sure thing. And she came out and she gave me a king size Snickers almond. But it was her daughter who was like seven or eight. And she came skipping by. She goes, here you go, sir. I was like, thank you so much. And then they came by again and gave me a bunch of strawberries. Like a full pack of strawberries, dude. And I ate, I ate the Snickers. I, I scarfed it down. And the strawberries, I scarfed those strawberries down after I washed them off inside. At the fountain, you know, the soda fountain, I washed them off with water. And when they gave me the strawberries, I said, 
thank you so much. There's a, a little girl who gave them to me. I was like, thank you so much. Look at those cute glasses. Those are the cutest glasses. And she's wearing glasses and I'm a certified optician all through the rest, end of this year. And so I noticed stuff like that, but I wanted to make that girl feel like proud and special of what she did. And that I was just not some like, hey, got any spare change, spare change, spare dollar, spare change, spare dollar. Like, I didn't say anything to them. They, they were offering it to me. And I wanted to make her feel special. And that's, that's why I did what I did. And I did that happened while I was waiting to get my haircut. And I went back into this posh salon and told them, like, I just want to reiterate, I don't have any money. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, just, just wait. She'll, she'll take care of you. So it was the very end of the night. I was the last person. She kept saying 15 minutes, 15 minutes, but like she kept getting more customers and it's fine. And there were a lot of barbers there too. So I was just relying on her, a lot of stylists. And eventually she started cutting my hair and we, we started talking and chatting and talked about the, uh, you know, the podcast. I didn't tell her what my name was. I didn't tell her anything about, I said, I'd like to start a podcast, I think is what I was saying. And just to talk about controversial things or what if, um, no, anyway, controversial things that this podcast touches on at, at times. But she washed my hair and she, she gave me a hot shave, like hot towel shave, which I've never had before in my life. And she washed my hair. She cut my hair. She gave me a hot towel shave. She gave me a beer even. And like, I was like, holy, like, this is like, this is amazing. And here I am this bum. And so there's a before and after picture. I need to go back and try and get it from her so I can post it on the blog. But there's really a before and after picture of me like, here I am. I wasn't, I didn't even have my sleeping bag. I wasn't sleeping bag homeless. I was homeless homeless in, in Phoenix, not Salt Lake sleeping bag homeless, Phoenix non-sleeping bag homeless right before finding the junkyard. And like um, everybody there at the, at the, at the salon was like, oh, you look better, bro. Like, and like, give me a fist bump and stuff. Like, oh, stay up, man. Like, keep trying. And like, oh, you look so much better. And she was even like, <laughs> I don't know. Some of the stylists, they were like, dude, you came in looking like a, a homeless person off the street. And they're like, now you could be a model. I was like, shut up. Okay, shut up. Stop. And like, they're like, no, man. And when she was doing the before and after picture, she's like, well, give me a look. And she couldn't even take the photo because she's like, you look too sexy. <laughs> It was the first time, like, a girl said I looked too sexy. So I'm not trying to brag, dude. That was not my intention. I was just trying to get my head. I want to do some wild colors is what I was going in there for. But it didn't happen. No, the wild colors didn't happen. But the haircut happened. And, like, yeah, it's been the best haircut I think I've ever had. And I've had many haircuts. I used to get my hair cut once, once a week. Pandemic. Learned how to cut my own hair. But I haven't cut my own hair because all my stuff, all my equipment is in Salt Lake. And where am I? Say it with me. Phoenix! With the wind in the background. And I can't complain. The wind is a good thing. The, the, the nice... Well, the, the, the audi my audience probably doesn't appreciate it. But Excuse me. So, what, what was I going to talk about again? The third segment? Because I think we're pretty much there. Or... Are we or this one, this one dragged over? I should have didn't tell. Uh, yeah, 
That's about 40 something, 41 minutes long. If I, okay. Yeah, 41. All right. 10, 12 minutes to talk about uh, books. So when I got to the junkyard, I was like, well, I should do something here. And they have this Alexa, I don't know what it's called, the Amazon one. Like the Amazon. No, no, Alexa, stop. No, Alexa, stop. I should unplug it or pause it. She starts, she hears her name and starts going, oh, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking about you. So the Amazon spying device that listens to everything you say, obviously, because there, there she was. They had an audible. Uh, well, I, I might have signed them up for my yeah, junkyard owner. It was a free month, 30 day free. But they're like, yeah, we have this uh, Amazon spying machine if you want to listen to that. And so I started listening to music, senses fail, like all this music. I even put my podcast on a few times and was just like, oh, I wish I could. But it was just this tubular spying machine. That became my best friend. And I was like, well, what about Audible? Like, let's listen on Audible and start listening to some audiobooks. And I don't know why, but the first book that came to mind was Lord of the Lord of the Flies. And I've never read Lord of the Flies. I've never really been interested in it. I, I knew the, the the plot of it a little bit, but I never really was like, yeah, well. But when I listened to it. I was like, okay, this is why everyone was into it. Like, the ending was extreme. Like, the ending was extreme. I'm not going to ruin it for anyone, but yeah, I listened to Lord of the Flies first, and then I started listening to Ray Bradbury, The Martian Chronicles. Um, and then from there, I listened to Mary Shelley's um, book, Frankenstein, which I, I, I guess she, she wrote when she was 18. And, like, that... Frankenstein, listening to Frankenstein on audiobook, I, I listened to it almost twice because the first time through, it was just like a poem. It's written. So if you've never read Frankenstein, if you never listened to Frankenstein, you, you have to read it. You, you have to listen to the audiobook because it's like a poem the entire time from start to finish. It's written so well. It's the only book to where at the end I was crying like sobbing, thinking to myself, like, no, this can't be. You have to do something, do something, like kill him or, or you know, like spare him, kill him. Don't like it was the most like uh, engrossed book I've ever read or participate, listened to. Um, after Frankenstein, there came um, more Martian Chronicles, which were brilliant and ray bradbury inspired the phoenix chronicles talking about it now jeff goldblum and then i listened to no country for old men i've seen the movie there's even some podcast episodes that i've made about no country for old men and like the analysis of it but it's so close to the book the actual book like the movie and the book they're pretty much the same the book you definitely get more out of. It's a little bit more long-winded at the end. Um, but, like, brilliant. And then I started listening to um, 
I think Dracula or some other book and we got to take a break. And that's when I started. That's when I got bit by the scorpion. Stung, bit by the scorpion. Stung by the scorpion. The scorpion stung me. And that's where we are today. And you have to read the blog, but the scorpion, I think, was found this morning. The culprit. And it was taken care of, dispatched appropriately. Not by me. Uh, and I think you should read the blog. It's the Bling Vera podcast at WordPress or WordPress dot Bling Vera podcast. Just look it up. Blog. Bling Vera podcast blog. Blog's erroneous. I hate blackbirds. Should I just end it here? I got seven more minutes. I'll probably just end it here. Maybe another episode tonight. Maybe not. Phoenix Chronicles. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Bonus in- intro. Bonus intro coming up right after this. Tell all your friends, spread the word. There's plenty more stories with plenty more details, dirty details. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to you. Hey everyone, it's the Bling Vera podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. I'm your host, Bling. What are we talking about today? We're talking about the Phoenix Chronicles, my latest brainchild of experiences that I've had in Phoenix. And also, like based on true stories, other other people's experiences and other, other stuff that I've um, encountered, but I don't know where to start. And so that's, that's the problem here. I was like, well, just tell the most interesting stories first and then get like the middle part, make it more boring. And at the end, get into like a climactic, a climax and, and start telling your story. But it's not so easy because if I start doing that, I will sound absolutely crazy. I will sound nuts. And no one's going to believe it. Like, everyone will be like, okay, let's turn it off. Enough of this, but enough of the Bling Vera podcast. We've all heard enough. Like, that's what it'll turn into. Even my, yeah, the sponsorship, the uh, the monetization. It's like, yeah, let's, he's not, let's cancel him out again. And I've already been through that, where it's like, you, yeah, you, you, you're a little, that's a little risque. They're Bling. You know, let's keep it together. But. I don't know where to start. So I guess the, the first one of the one of the first stories that came to mind was when I was kind of in a hurry <laughs> away from a situation that I I shouldn't have been caught in, but I was. And I was in a hurry to get away from it. It was the middle of the day. It was early morning. Well, not early, but um like just before the afternoon or or maybe early afternoon. I apologize. Here comes lunch. I got to stop. Well, I got to stop it. Hang on. Hang on.